0: Welcome to Van Gogh Notes for the Humanities Culture, Continuity, and Change First Edition by Henry M. Sayer. Chapter 1 From Forest to Farm The Rise of Culture Section 1 Voices The Discovery of Chauvet Cave When studying the humanities, first-hand accounts are vital to understanding a period's mindset and flavor. In a moment, you will hear such a narrative— But first, here's some background information. The 1994 discovery of Chauvet Cave in southern France is one of the richest archaeological finds in recent history, containing fossilized remains of animals as well as a lavish display of Paleolithic art. Three friends who were dedicated cave explorers stumbled upon the cave unexpectedly as they came to the end of an outing on a winter day. The following first-person narrative captures a moment in time.
1: From November 1994 onward, we decided to visit the most sheltered and sunniest parts of the gorges of the Ardèche. On 18 December, we had only a few hours in the afternoon, and we opted for the entrances of the gorges, which in the cold weather is very pleasant in full sunlight. We decided to see the caves that we had not bothered with so far, since they had seemed to be of secondary interest. It was a fine and cold winter Sunday. The cliff overhangs the ancient bed of the Ardesh River, which now flows a few hundred meters further away. We took an ancient mule path, which came out onto a narrow ledge. Then we advanced into denser vegetation and arrived at the entrance of a little cavity. Once we had passed this narrow opening, we found ourselves in a small, sloping vestibule, several meters long, pierced by numerous passages cut by the waters. The ceiling was low, and we could only just stand up. At the end, the ceiling became rounded. The slope of the floor led us toward a spot where a slight draft was perceptible. The duct descended vertically, made a turn, then ascended again. After about ten feet, it opened out. With head first and arms outstretched in front of her, Elliot wriggled into the clayey narrowness, using the light from her helmet lamp. It was 6.30 in the evening. Triumphant, she could see the floor 30 feet below her, so there was a continuation. We joined her. To measure the resonance of the echo, we shouted. The noise carried far and seemed to get lost in the immensity of the cave. We were certainly above a big gallery. We returned to the van, parked at the foot of the cliff to get a ladder. After crawling through a narrow passage a second time, we arrived at the edge of the shaft, unrolled our ladder, and one after the other climbed down into the profound darkness of the cave. Jean-Marie Chauvet was first to reach the floor. Our hearts were thumping. A magnificent cave network was opening up before us. The gallery that the beams from our helmet lamps were lighting so feebly was immense. About fifty feet high, surely more in places, and almost fifty in length. The silence was total. We were fascinated to discover some monumental columns of white calcite. They took the form of gigantic jellyfish. Others were like carved mother-of-pearl pillars, crystals shining with a thousand fires. Everything was too beautiful. The spectacle was unreal. A new chamber far larger than the preceding one now met our gaze. It seemed to stretch for dozens and dozens of meters. Our lamps did not enable us to see the end, and we could scarcely see the walls. Darkness dominated all around us. Our excitement grew since caves this large were totally unknown in the gorges. It was at this moment that we discovered multitudes of bare bones and teeth strewn over the floor. Advancing slowly, we redoubled our precautions to avoid crushing them. All around us were dozens of depressions dug into the earth, as if the ground had been bombed. We recognized them as the nests in which bears must have hibernated. We then took a narrower gallery to our right, still in a single file by the light of our headlamps, and stepped over a rock covered by a shining film of calcite. Suddenly, as Elliot's gaze swept the wall, she gave a cry. In the beam of her lamp, she had just made out two lines of red ochre, a few centimeters long we joined her with beating hearts on turning round we immediately spotted the drawing of a little red mammoth on a rocky spur hanging down from the ceiling we were overwhelmed henceforth our